0: What's going on, everybody? How are you doing today? You doing all right? Today, I have a very awesome guest. You know, I was actually introduced uh, to my guest today from a good buddy of mine. And he's like, hey, you should hop on his podcast. I think it'd be, you know, a good fit for the both of you. And um, I hopped on his podcast and you know what? I was actually blown away by this guy's system and how he does things and how well organized he is. The whole way through, And, you know, he ends up, you know, joining the morning hustlers and he's been in there and, you know, I think around his time, I think it's either seven or 8 a.m. His time we'll dive a little bit deeper into that. Uh, But, you know, he wakes up early on his own and and gets things done. And I wanted to create this podcast episode because I really love talking to younger entrepreneurs and getting to know what's their mindset. And he, he has, we'll dive into as far as like how long he's been doing his podcast. So we're. I have a very special treat for you today, Parker. Thank you, man, for taking some time to come down here. So excited to be here, Greg. I appreciate the opportunity. Awesome, man. So walk us through, uh, you're 20 years old, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So when did you start getting into personal development?
1: Yeah. So it, it's interesting because, you know, there's there's two sides of it. There's kind of the entrepreneurship side, which I know you're big into, a lot of your audiences. And that's been kind of something that as we get into my story, like it has been this reoccurring theme. I never knew what to call it, but right, there was always this like. I love creativity. I love creating, Um, but especially personal development, leadership, growth content has been over the past two to three years. um, When I was coming out of high school and into college, I was, I joined this program. Um, It was a, it was a leadership, um, like living and learning program. And basically you get in this dorm and you're surrounded by 80, you know, people who are all also interested in personal growth, right? So right from the start, it separates you from the usual like college lifestyle of just get up, you know, live for the weekend, party hard, which, you know, as Greg and I have talked about, we talked about a little bit on, on my episode, hasn't really been my story and experience of college, just because I knew there was things that I wanted to get done, right? And and so that separates already. But that was where I really launched my personal growth was like, okay, I'm in this leadership, you know, village where all, all of these people are interested in in the grind. And that was really kickstarted. And so over the past two and a half years, it's been like, okay, how can I increase my network? How can I meet the right people? And not until COVID, which is when the podcast stuff started, was I like, oh my gosh, there's this whole world, right? Of there's people that you can meet that are your age all around the world, right? That's why I love the Morning Hustlers. We have people all over the world that I can connect with every single day. Uh, and so that was where it really started is 18 years old, going into college and just took off from there.
0: Dude, that's freaking crazy. Did, did your parents like talk about this kind of stuff while you were growing up at all?
1: Yeah. So, and it, it's, it's awesome. My, both of my parents have been really great influences and are in the, the business field. And so it's been, interesting because they had a lot of influence on where I am today in terms of, you know, studying marketing, studying business, I'm interested in entrepreneurship, everything like that. And I think that the biggest thing is they were really invested in me and what I wanted to do, right? Like they were very supportive. I think a lot of people struggle with that if they don't have the support from those influential figures. And so for me, it wasn't necessarily that they were like, oh, like you need to, I know your story is like the uncle playing the tapes, like the Tony Robbins tapes. It wasn't that intense, but it was, Hey, we want to we want to help you achieve the goals, right? So as soon as I was like, hey, I'm I'm looking at this personal growth stuff. They were like, all right, let's figure out how we can get you connected. So that's a huge help, not having that barrier of entry, right? Like it's a lot of people. It's like their parents are like, well, why why are you interested in that? Like you know, mm-hmm. and that instant barrier of entry psychologically is like, oh wait, well if these really core people in my life don't have that same value, so that was a big. I mean, that's a big shift, dude.
0: Oh my God, man, you know. One thing that I'm very thankful for myself is even though I grew up with the background that I have, my parents are extremely supportive of, of what I do. I remember when I told my parents that I'm dropping out of college and there was no pushback at all. It was like, okay. And it's so important to have that support system because without it, it's like, you you, there's too much doubt there's too much uncertainty there's too much of, of a lack of belief uh in terms of does this really work and you gotta be around those kind of people that that pull you up so when you started your podcast at the beginning of the pandemic let me ask you like how long before that did you want to have a podcast leading up to that moment two days. <laughs> no, so no, no. So I I kid you not, bro.
1: I kid you not. Greg is laughing over here. Guys, I literally I I swear to you on a on a Tuesday afternoon. I said, "Yo, how cool would it be if I started a podcast this week?" And I I am not kidding you on Friday morning the first episode came out, bro. Listen, and this is this is one thing we were talking about before this, right? Like taking action is one of my core things. I think so many people they love to have ideas and they love to have like, Oh, I have these goals, whatever. I'm like your, your goals and your ideas are nothing, bro. Like you have to take action on it. So yeah, that, and, and I had no idea, dude. I'm like, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, I, I heard about podcasting like two weeks ago. I'm like, I'm going to start a podcast. But listen, I, it was around something that I was passionate about, right? It was around something that I knew about, which is leadership and and something that I had been working on, which is personal growth. So yeah, literally, like a lot of people are like, dude, I, I, I thought about it for two years. I'm like, wow, you just wasted two years. <laughs> like, that's all. That's how I look at it. So yeah, it was literally a Tuesday afternoon. I'm like, Hey, I called one of my good friends from the village, from the Leadership Village. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm thinking about starting this leadership podcast. I think you would be a great first guest. We get on the mic, and Friday it's out, dude.
0: That's literally, wow. yeah." The the Leadership Village, man, that was a big help for you, yeah, like it's essential. So, how long were you in that? You know, village? so
1: I would. I was a part of that program for 2 years so your your first year you're you know a villager you go through a leadership training you get connected with you know mentors that are second year and and everything like that and then the second year I came back as the president so leading this you know 80 person village a team of 10 sophomores as well and so this was a way for me to get connected deeper, right? Like then I was not only, you know, learning from the people around me, but I was able to learn how to like build, lead a team, you know, build the social side of it, build the events. Like I'm learning by doing, which is how I was able to pick up so much in in such a short amount of time. Um, and that was like genuinely that experience, the one year, you know, two years that I've spent in that program um, really were, a lot of when I was investing in myself and have been a lot of the connections that I've continued to, you know, have people that I've had on the podcast or people that are giving me calls about, Hey, look at this idea and different perspectives. It's so important, dude. I love
0: that. So you were immersed in this like culture before. So walk me through, what's that like? Um, Do you, is it like classroom setting? Is it more of building stuff and activities or like, what did that look like?
1: So basically how the program works is you go into it and they have set up like essentially it's a student run organization where you're not only like planning, um, events like social events, you're planning community service so that you guys can team build through, through service, which is something that I'm incredibly passionate about, especially for young people. Um, you Uh, get to learn hands-on marketing through social media outreach to potential, like you run, this program is 99% run by students. And this is why, uh, you know, ownership is so big for me, because I see the value of people, of students, you know, 18 and 19 year olds, owning something and like building it. Um, what it looked like on the day to day is you you have a class, you know, you, you still have your normal classes that that colleges do, but you have one specific class that's centered around your leadership, your development, um, and specifically like servant leadership was a big core value of it. And, um, and then, yeah, like a couple nights a week, you would be doing events, you would be planning, you'd be working with your committee. So it was so hands-on and like do from the moment you get into college that people, I think a big gap is learning, but not actually hands on. So Mm -hmm. I can say, Hey, I love leadership and personal growth. But if I have never had the chance to do any leadership or work with teams, or there there's that disconnect of knowledge versus experience. And so um, that's where we really try to bridge that gap.
0: Where did you hear about this? Did you do research on, on this or your parents led you this way?
1: No. So when, yeah. So when I was um, initially going into the school, I was looking at, okay, like I want to get plugged in somewhere where I can um, provide value, which not only for this program, but for anyone listening, like finding the place where you can get plugged in. That's, that's a huge uh, emphasis, but it was, okay. I see that I'm going to this big school. How do, how can I make it feel smaller? Right? Like, how can I actually, you know, 25,000 kids is how big NC State is. And I'm like, okay, I need to find my people. And so, yeah, I knew, okay, leadership sounds interesting, you know, personal growth. And so this is a program that as I'm looking, I'm like, oh, this sounds really interesting and got a chance to meet the director who's the faculty advisor for it and uh, just connected with her. And then from there, it was like, okay, like let's, you know, start to meet and network with people. And it really, that's when it really um, took off was I started to meet the people who would be mentoring me. And some of those are still, you know, very Close mentors to today.
0: That's really smart of you, as someone who is like eight, 17, 18 years old, to have these thoughts. You know, um, I you know I, I feel like one of the biggest blessings I ever had in my life was the fact that I didn't go straight to a four year university after high school because I really wanted to, but I knew why. I looking back, I'm like I really just wanted to party, I just want <laughs> to get laid, and. Um, I'm so glad that, that I didn't have that college experience because it's like, well, it led me down a, a different path in, in hindsight is like way, way, way better path. It seems like at least right on the surface. Well, I mean, who, who we would never know, but I know my, I know my intentions, uh, going into a four year. So now it's like, I look at that, like, and that led me to something else. So it's like, that's just really incredible, man. Um, just to have your head on so strong, do you have siblings? I do. I have one younger brother. Yeah. Okay. So. Damn, dude. Like, so <laughs> this is going to, this is going to take a different turn. <laughs> like growing up, man, did like with your, with your parents, did you guys like have dinner at the dinner table every night and like, and like talk with each other?
1: Yeah. So that I, I that's one of the biggest pieces of, I think the way that I grew up and the way that I developed is that my parents were so heavily involved in my life like that's a core like family is a core of like my growth so yes like dinner most nights of the week as a whole family like the ball games like dad's assistant coach like this like the whole deal you know like it was really like a strong family dynamic
0: okay i I can see that because i'm like yo that's like really really awesome man um it's a blessing it's a blessing Oh, most definitely, man. Uh, even just, even to have parents, right? Yeah. Whether they're supportive of, of your, because I have people who have parents that aren't so supportive of their entrepreneurial goals. I'm like, well, I mean, people out there who don't have one of the parents or both their parents, it's a rough thing. It's a hard thing to say, right? Because it's like, always looking at what you can be, what you have right now, what you could be grateful for right now in this moment, even though you may not have what other people may, you know, may have where you feel like, of oh, that person despite how much success they may have, you don't know what's really going on behind the curtains, right? And they could be even more visible than you, but you don't even realize how good you have it until you just take a step back and think, what what am I really grateful for in this moment? And um, I want to ask you about your podcast in terms of when it came to, okay, so you took, crazy action off the bat like immediate, like we're, we're rocking and rolling. Like, that's so funny. Cause I wanted to create a podcast for a couple of years before I did mine. And I, I couldn't even believe you're like two days. Um, <laughs> you have a fantastic system in terms of what you do for your guests. And it's something that I aspire to do as well. I even told my business partner, how amazing it was. I'm like, yo, this is what Parker's doing, man. Like you got to, Like he like you got to see what this guy's doing. Um. So what did how did you come up with your with your system? And would you explain exactly what you do, or do you want to you know just have that exclusive for your for your guests?
1: No, for sure. I I'm happy to dive into it. I so one of the biggest things was when I started was i realized that some of the people that i was going to have on because it started out as you know like i mentioned like if i'm diving right in and i'm like hey i need i need you on next week it's like i wanted to create comfort around this idea which is scary for a lot of people of you know talking and being recorded and sharing your story and so um it started out of necessity was this process of how can i create comfort For the people that I'm talking to. And what that looked like was it was over communicating the things that not only I wanted out of the conversation, but out of the listeners and out of the questions that I was going to ask. So it was creating a system that the guest could be as prepared as possible. right? And I think this is so important in conversations, in team dynamics is how can I make sure that they're is no barrier of entry for a really smooth conversation, right? So, for example, when I had Greg on, you know, I might have sent Greg the um, the questions a week ahead of time, and he's like, "All right, like I don't need, you know, I don't even need the questions because he's used to talking, right?" But and and that's for a lot of the people that I work with now. That I'm more in the space. I like to to bring on some bigger guests and everything like that. But I've kept that process. Because I think the process of routine of, okay, I'm going to reach out. We're going to do a pre-call if if I can get the guest time for that. We're going to do a, um, I'm going to send the questions ahead of time based on what I hear that really strikes my interest and I think will strike the audience's interest. And then from there, the last piece of it is, okay, going into it, the first thing I do when I get on the call is I say, hey, um, you know, I I instantly, I'm trying to make you feel comfortable and I'm, you know, do you have any questions, anything like that? And I think that I apply that to the team dynamic and everything like that. It's about, okay, how can we create a conversation that's authentic, right? Because at the end of the day, if I feel uncomfortable already, I'm not open to being as authentic as I would want to. So I do that for my podcast guests. I do that for my team. I say, hey, here's what we're going to be talking about. Bring ideas to the table. And then instantly I say, hey, you have an idea. Boom, like six ideas are there, right? Because they already had time to process it. And so that's kind of the at least the the process for for both my team meetings and my and my podcast guests really.
0: So what? what How did you come up with the the title? Taking a breath.
1: Yeah. So taking a breath was at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, especially was okay. We have this at that time. It was going to be a short <laughs> a short little uh, break and. I was like, okay, like this is a really good step back and reset button, right? And so I was really taking the time to evaluate, okay, what's most important? And so the idea of taking a breath was, okay, I'm gonna step back, I'm gonna literally take some reflection time and look at the things, the areas that I'm involved in, what I've been doing, what has been most important, And then I want to create content around it. Right. I want to not only learn from my mentors, but I want to share it with other people. And so the idea of taking a breath was, okay, I'm stepping back. And then from there, I'm diving in, you know, I'm, I'm now creating content. I'm sharing it at scale. And that's kind of, you know, that's the, the really incredible piece of it, but, but still it's this daily process, daily reminder of, okay, taking a breath, like like going into this, what are the most important things we want to focus on? You know, you mentioned gratitude earlier. I think gratitude is incredibly important and really taking that step back to evaluate. Wow. Like I have so much to be grateful for. So it's this like perfect reminder that, you know, sits on the shelf behind me. It sits, you know, and now my whole brand, my whole life is this idea of, okay, evaluating what's
0: important. Yo, um, do you feel like, what do you, what do you feel? Do you feel the pandemic really served you or do you feel like it hurt you?
1: The thing is, I think that it sped up like the, the, the thing. And I, I hear this, I hear this from other people too. I, I didn't come up with this. I, I strongly agree that whatever trajectory you were headed on, the pandemic sped it up. You know what I mean? Like, I, because I have invested in myself, because I've spent the time learning creation, learning networking, learning leadership. I think it sped up a great trajectory, right? Now I have a podcast. I get to talk with amazing people like you. Um, I would have never met you if, not, if any of this hadn't happened. Um, so for me, it served me, but there are people who are like, you know, struggling with different things. And yeah, it's going to speed up that process too, which is why, you know, I reach out to friends and they're like, dude, I'm just absolutely in the hole right now. And that's where that encouragement comes in. But um, yeah, dude, I think that as for me, it's a huge blessing just because I created this time that I wouldn't have had oh,
0: yeah. to do all of this. And I, and I'm so appreciative. Oh, most definitely. You know, I, I, I feel the same, I feel the same way. Like it, it was, the pandemic has served as an accelerator and uh, the very least in, in the circles and the people that I come in communication with, you know, um, like whatever was going to happen. I was all, like, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, I feel like people who are engaged in, in bad, habits, like maybe they were, you know, drinking, you know, every single week and going party or, or, you know, taking drugs or, you know, um, watching too much TV. But, you know, COVID did was it just like, you just did more of that kind of stuff, you know, and you didn't. And hopefully, you know, I I really hope, and I'm sure this has happened. And uh, I can't wait, we were only going to see this the next few years. But someone who was on the wrong path, but COVID really like shook them up. And then they're like, yo, my life completely changed and moved me into a positive direction because of it. And they started reading books and investing in themselves. So what, like, what kind of things do you like spend your money on in terms of investing? I know you, you, you're an avid book reader, but is there, are there any other programs you've, you've taken or um, like, what's like the one of the best things you've ever invested in?
1: Yeah. And, and, Honestly, because of, I I know this is super controversial, and obviously, we probably disagree to some point on this. I think because right now I'm spending a butt ton on college, it's college is the biggest investment I've made. But the reason that I think it is working for me is because I didn't do what everyone else does and go to class, leave class, party on the weekends, go to class, leave class. I outside of class time because i think class is like one of those things i take it or leave it dude like i'm i'm doing fine in my classes but whatever it's like what you're doing outside of class time is the is the important thing um and so for me i think that the you know the biggest investment is college but really it has made an incredible change in my life because it has so like that alone has built my network to 10 plus times what it was before. Um, Books are a big one. Something that I'm getting into right now is um, a training program called Dale Carnegie. I don't know if you, how familiar you are, um, some of his books, uh, but he, it's a kind of leadership, personal growth stuff. And that's in the spring. I'm about to start really diving into that. And as I'm creating more content, I am investing more in myself. And so something that has always been like the case was, oh, okay, you know, I'm going to learn from everything that I'm involved in right now. Um, but in terms of courses, I was I was never like, oh, shoot, I want to jump at this. And it, it's only been over the past couple of months, I've realized like, oh my gosh, there's so much value in what's out there. And so these are some of the things that I'm starting to even still learn, you know? And so, um, yeah, I, but I, even from talking to you, it's like, dang, there is so much value in all of these things that are out there and really exploring that. But yeah, from, from so far, it's been books, podcasts, network mentors, like all of these things that are, you know, low cost while I don't have a ton of money to spend, but high value. And I think if you don't have a lot of money to spend, there is still a lot
0: of really good resources out there. Absolutely. You know, and it just comes to, you know, being resourceful and, you know, I definitely believe that college is something that if you do it right, it can really serve you like tremendously. And in the way that it can serve you tremendously is like like how you put it in terms of what you do outside of class. Like I, I really feel like I would have racked up an incredible amount of debt and I would have just partied the entire time. And I would just, you know, I'd, I'd graduate and I'd just be like, oh man, I probably look back on the good old days, right? I remember those college days that, you know, I, I, I'm so grateful that it didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. But, um, you know, like my my business partner, she's going to a top university and she's like, you know what? like There's incredible networking opportunities. There's incredible people that I can meet and connect with. And yeah, like that is where that can serve, you know, very, very beneficial for for you. Now, I wanted to ask you, what has, cause you have your heads on pretty straight. Like you have a, like you had a great support system. You, you like you're on the you're on such a great tra- trajectory, you know, early on in your life. And you have, you know, a wealth of experience in terms of leadership and, you know, you're thinking in the right direction. What has, what has been the biggest mindset shift for you? Like, what is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned, like, in your personal development journey, where you like, you know, you kind of think back to like, that was like a really, really big lesson that I've learned.
1: The biggest change was from it being about me to it being about the people around me. And what I say when I, what I mean when I say that is when I realized that personal growth isn't just, I mean, obviously personal growth, it's about you growing, but the application of that isn't just all right, like, how can I get this next thing? How can I get this next thing? It's like, I really wanted to be able to invest in the people around me. And so that's why like some of these things like the community platform that I've built for 16 to 24 year olds through the podcast is it's all centered around me, not only learning and growing, but bringing the people around me with me. And so, because I think there's so much value in you having the people around you learning with you right because if I if I'm doing all this learning like um, for example, if I never started a podcast if it was just 30 minutes a week I talked to a mentor and that's it right? Sure. That's great. Like I would learn some stuff, but the the conversations that I get to have around the topics that I talk to people around, not only help it to sink in deeper for me, but also then I get to share it with more people. And so I think that's been a big shift around why I put out content around how I build my teams is it's like okay at the core like sure this is great that i'm getting to learn i'm getting to grow and i it's another thing on my resume or whatever but it was the shift to okay like let's get you on board that's like with the podcast like the content all of the content that comes out i didn't touch any of it like the, there's other people that helped me do this and it's because if you're interested in learning, I want to give you that opportunity. Right. And people sometimes are like, you know, what was like, how did you, how did you get these, this team to help you? I'm like, I didn't get anyone. Like they just approached me saying, Hey, I'm really interested in audio editing and want to spend a few hours a week editing my content. I'm like, okay, that sounds great to me. Right. Like I want to create that opportunity. So I think it doesn't only serve you to, to, to build the people around you, but there's this, there's this um, long-term benefit to creating value for the relationships that, that are closest to you.
0: Big so, and you even have the same thing with like your like a video editor
1: as well? Audio editing, video editing, content production, community platform, social media. There's five people on the team. So yeah, literally every aspect except for the conversation is other people.
0: Wow. And so do they also do the outreach for you in terms of the connection of the guests, or do you mostly do that?
1: Okay. I, that's the only thing. So per, I personally manage like one-on-one connection with guests. That's, that's like, yeah, the only thing that I, I do own completely. So when you were DMing me, it was actually me. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, man. You're, you're crushing it, man. As a, as a, you know, 20 year old, like you got so are these all your, your friends that you, on your team?
1: Dude, I, yeah, like I I started out with uh, one one friend and it was someone who was, yeah, helping me with some of the content stuff. And then it's literally been people like who have found the podcast along the way. Um, I think that people underestimate um, the value of like, hey, I'm interested in content creation, like putting something up on like your Instagram story or, you know, Facebook or whatever platform you're on and just saying, hey, like, is anyone interested in audio editing? I had someone from New York, uh, so I'm based in Raleigh, North Carolina. I haven't even uh, mentioned that yet. I'm based in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I had someone from New York message me. He was like, hey, I just heard one of your episodes um, and I am uh, building my own business. So this kid is um, custom making high-end guitars and this is his business all around audio. And he was like, hey, I'm really interested in learning more about audio content. And he was like, I would love to get plugged in because I like your content. I like you. And I think people underestimate, like people really just want to learn. They want to grow and they want, especially young people, right? This, this guy's um, 18. I think he just turned 19. And so it's like, there is so much value in just that outreach. If you're like, Hey, I don't have time to spend 10 hours a week on editing and content, which I didn't. I was like, all right, how can I fill that hole? And it's not just about like looking good. Like I don't, I don't, I didn't build a, a team to help me to look good. It was because I knew if I did this on my own, sure, I could build it to where it is now in a year. But these people helped me to build it in three months, you know, a fraction of the time. So that's what I
0: really value about having a team behind me. Man, that's incredible. So when it comes to the communication, this is all 100% around the podcast exclusively, the team that you've built. It is. And um, in terms of like meetings, like, like, so do you meet up with these people every single week? Like how, how do you structure your team?
1: So, um, right now we meet once every like two to three weeks. I, I do check-ins with each individual. Um, but one thing that I love, so two of them are based out of India. So the time zone difference, it's uh, nine and a half hours. So it's a little bit harder just to get everyone on the same page. Um, but luckily, well, one of them's on central time, two of them are on Eastern time. So yeah, just the, the time spans a little bit hard, but something that I really value is the one-on-one connection because people are more willing to do that like authentic, uh, just share really like directly one-on-one where in a team atmosphere, you know, maybe there's just a little bit more barrier to entry for those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, while we meet every two to three weeks um, and that is huge for perspective, I think those one-on-one connections, it's really valuable because I can say, hey, what are your goals? Why are you here? I mean, some of those questions are really valuable and and some people miss that. I think it's like, um, especially if they're volunteering their time, you know, they're just helping me out. It's like, okay, why are you really here? What's driving you? If you can get the why, then you can help them also build out the what, what are they doing? How are they helping?
0: Yeah, and and really tailoring that what to exactly what their goals are and tailoring it to the why basically, you know, helping them reach their long-term goals, right? Like, and that's why that you know, audio engineer, the guy with you know the guitars, that's why he wants to be so involved in it, because ultimately, yeah, that definitely helps him out with his long-term goals. So and, and
1: and let me share this story real quick because I think this is an interesting perspective and Um, I got invited uh, a couple weeks back to speak at a live event out that was based in the India area. I have um, a few friends there, both from NC State and just from podcasting. And I got invited. And this this kid was like, uh, you know, at the event, he put some questions in the chat. So I'm getting a chance to kind of answer some of his questions, everything like that. And afterwards I open it up as I always do, you know, Hey, hit me up, you know, at taking a breath podcast on Instagram. I was like, let's, I want to continue the conversation. I want the chance to meet you. And this kid, you know, DMs me afterwards. He's like, yo, I just wanted you to know. He's like, I know this was a four week series, right? It's like a paid four week series. He's like, I paid for the tickets for all four weeks, but I'm only coming to see yours. And so right off the bat, I'm like, this kid's crazy. I was like, yo, this kid's nuts. So because, you know, in my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm still, you know, I'm still starting the journey, right? Like, that's how we all feel. It's like, yo, I'm still just like starting the journey and you're doing this. And he was like, I really want the chance to learn from you. I want the chance to like, kind of see, he he told me he's interested in starting his own podcast down the road. And he wanted to see, you know, one that's just kind of starting up and, and how everything's working. And I was like, okay, well, you know, let's, let's get you on the team if you're interested. And so he's like, yeah, I would love to, like, I do video editing, social media, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. And just having him for the past couple of weeks, this was like three weeks ago that he started He's been like just doing an insane amount of like outreach and all this like ideas and stuff. And so I think it's just about like, as you start getting your message out there and getting getting uh, people in your network, um, that network just naturally starts to expand and work for you. You know, like that's the biggest thing. And so um, he's, he's a great example of how when you start to build either a personal brand or you know, a, a, a podcast or whatever it is, like you want those people that are like crazy enough to like get in it for you. And so I, I really appreciate him and all the work he's been doing, it's
0: cool. Absolutely, and I, I feel like this is why it's so important to have people who are very ambitious in your social circle and you actually spend time and investing in them and, and thinking, okay, this person's on a great trajectory, and I know if I can help them out, you know, somewhere down the line, there may there may not even be an opportunity. But it feels great for me to help this person out because, like, I can see where they're going, and you know, I know that if I help them accomplish something or help them along the journey, and there's a part of my journey where I feel like I'm help or stuck, like this person's gonna be more than happy to help me out. But not only that, it's like even with you, Parker, like you're you're meeting amazing people in your network and your outreach and i'm doing the same thing with my network and my outreach. and it's like yeah then like we bring those people and those different perspectives in and it's like we all just like it's just this whole community of people getting better and wanting to give value to each other and i think just the biggest blessing that you know both of us have is the fact that we've we've gotten on this path so early on in our lives that's it, and and I think
1: that people to to our point earlier, people are waiting. They're like, oh, I'm 18 right now, and I have nothing to say. And it's like, no, like your perspective is so unique. So with a with a targeted audience of you know 17 to 20 is that core. It's like young people don't a lot of times realize how unique their story is or how valuable what they have to share is. And, um, I think it's about, you know, it's about execution of the way that you share your story. It's about everything, but uh, the, the most fundamental level of it is just realizing that you have a story to tell. And so, um, that's something that I, I work on so much with young people is how can we get your message? Like, how can we get you from, I have this idea,
0: I have this goal to actually take action on it yo i you know i you're spot on about that because i wasn't even aware that the fact of me growing up in a household had domestic violence and all these different things had had no idea man that like that that was something out of the out of the norm i remember i used to tell stories to my friends in high school about my dad and the crazy stuff he would do and they would be like well your dad does that i'm like Yeah. I guess not. It doesn't yours. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. No, that's the thing, dude. Like when,
1: um, when I tell you, so we put out that episode and you shared your story in a little bit of depth and the, the response that that got that, the, that you were willing to share vulnerably is I think so much of a value add to what you're doing. And the, the reason is because authenticity is contagious. People, if you're willing to be authentic, if you're willing to share your story, then naturally people are going to be more vulnerable and more willing to be authentic back with you. And so having such a powerful and empowering story to share with people, I think is, is a a huge, I mean, obviously in the moment is not, but now looking back you have the opportunity to relate to and to pour into so many young people that are struggling and so I, I strongly uh, encourage you to continue sharing that because yeah it, it um, in the moment you don't even realize it but from the outside looking in it's like wow like the way the where you are right now is something that I don't I think a lot of people wouldn't expect hearing that story, right. Just having such struggle, but then coming through it to the other side. So yeah, man, I, I got a huge, a huge response around that. And, um, and I think it's the same for a lot of people. They just don't realize like, wow, I've,
0: I have something unique to share. I really appreciate that, man. And you know, one of my, uh, this is guy's name is Joe Polish. Um, he's uh, he's, he runs genius network, genius X and two really top level masterminds. And he says that people, more than anything, connect over a, a shared struggle. Mm. Um, like, you know, that's why Alcoholics Anonymous works so well, or, you know, people who were in POW camps, like they're oh. able to really connect a lot more because they went through a similar thing. So it's like, even if someone who's young and, and wants to get on on and wants to speak more, and they're worried about the credibility, and yeah, there there is, there can be some credi- a credibility gap there. And because it's like, You don't want to go out and start saying, no, like, this is how this is like success, how you live life. Cause it's like, well, there's a part where it's almost like, well, like, what, what, what do you know? Right. But I think if you can share your story and talk about the principles you've used to overcome, now people are willing to listen
1: context is everything, right? Like if people come off, you know, like jump straight in and um, are listening to something, they're like, okay, you know, the, the first question is always, why should I be listening to this person? And sharing, even if it's your story, how you overcame it, or what you've learned along the way, those three things are irrefutable because it's your perspective, right? No one is going to say, well, you didn't cite your sources for why you overcame, right? Like no no one's thinking that. And so that's why starting there, it's a perfect place to start because there's irrefutable evidence. You say, this is what happened. This is where I am now. And this is what's happened along the way. And I think as you go through that, that was you know what I was starting out with was, okay, I've been in this program, I want to share with you guys, I want to share my mentors, everything like that. And it's like, okay, as you start to share those things, you start to realize like, oh my gosh, like, here's something I really want to dig in on and, and talk to people uh, with and, and do the do the research and do the work to get the message out. Um, and so yeah, but it's a great place to start for people who, you know, haven't done that level of,
0: of content or, or anything like that before. And did you have a credibility gap going into this? Were you afraid? Have these fears, these doubts? Like, what did that look like for you when you started actually getting into the space?
1: Yeah, man. And and honestly, it for me still is, you know, a, to a, to a certain degree, it it feels like even though I've been spending so much time like learning and and applying, like there's still this level that I think you know some some people face and, and I definitely do of like, what am I doing here, dude? <laughs> like, like I, I sometimes will look back um, and see some of the things that I've gotten to do and just be like, are you serious? Like, is this real? Um, one of the good examples of like a credibility gap that I am, uh, well, not really working through right now, but was working through at the beginning of the semester was I got offered this internship with a, a nonprofit And it was a marketing internship that basically it's a team lead where you oversee essentially what I'm doing with the podcast, right? Which is how I, how I got the job was I'm overseeing like five interns that are producing content for this global nonprofit. And the, the in there was like me on the phone with their, you know, marketing officer, whatever the title is. And I was like, Hey, like they were offering me, you can make content for us. And I was like, well, technically that's like a multiple person job because you guys really have a lot of content that you could put out. I'm like, what would you think if I was the one (laughs) to to manage those people mention the podcast experience, that type of stuff. And so as I'm starting to work through these things and they were like, Oh yeah, that sounds great. Perfect. I jump in and it's like, dang, like, okay. And those validating experiences where you realize, okay, you know, someone that I value their perspective actually wanted me to do this and is continuing to give me good feedback. That's what starts to break it down. So I struggle with that immensely, but as I have these reaffirming experiences and then, you know, it it helps. And then I'm able to actually reaffirm myself. I'm like, no, look, you, you manage two content teams right now. Like you're, you're doing this. Right. And so as I start to, have those experiences and get that fulfillment from what I'm doing, it then shifts to, oh my gosh, what is this to, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I want to continue doing this.
0: Yeah. Cause you're, cause when you go out into your brain, it sees people who've done it. And the thing is like, you can understand intellectually, but you don't understand it, like emotionally and like in your body. Cause you haven't actually experienced it yourself. And then once you get it, I have felt this way when I started to have this shift in my own brain when it when I started when I stopped talking to myself and stop saying that I'm not a confident person. And I started mm. saying that I, I am confident. And when I started embody that belief a little bit more and more and more and more, what started happening was my brain started finding evidence. Like, Oh, look at boom, that you came out confident that time. And look, look at that. And then it's like, those things were there the whole time. Like people were saying these things or, or, like you, you would show up, but the thing is you would dismiss it. You wouldn't mm. you, you would like discount it. Like you were, your RAS wasn't really looking for it in that moment in time. Cause you can even look back even for, you know, maybe even further back in your life in terms of like, well, where did I show up and be like a leader? Where did I step up? I'm sure you can find some, some examples. Maybe it, did you play sports and yeah, sports
1: student government? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you definitely, I love that
0: hundred percent. And then it's like, but once you have that shift and then it's like more and like, Oh, okay. And then you feel it more. And then next thing you know, it, it becomes like an embodiment of who you are, but it's like the hardest, I always, I don't say always say this, but is actually something I think about, like really truly like the hardest part really is like just starting, like just getting off the ground, you know, but we still have, not to say that we still have doubts, you know, I still have, you know, uh, imposter syndrome and, and, and this credibility gap, but but because I have the references of what I've overcome in the past, it's like, well, when I when I found myself in instances where I was very uncomfortable, um, you know, in hindsight, I look back at those moments of great gratitude. Well, this is now one of those moments right here and right, right now. Like, this is going to turn out exactly how that turned out before.
1: Go and up. I was going to say, I – Uh, one of my guests recently said this and I was asking about expanding your comfort zone, right? Like this this idea of the comfort zone, I want to constantly be getting outside my comfort zone, but a lot of people struggle with this. This is something that I've struggled with over the years. And what she said was, how I get out of my comfort zone is by focusing on one piece. And this is exactly what you're talking about. I focus on one piece that worked really well for me. She gave the example of um, this role that she was going into with program management, like um, just doing programs and bringing in speakers for all, you know, the, these different uh, events. And she was like, okay, so I have the background in event planning and specifically doing volunteers. And she was like, okay, so how can I take that one little element that I feel really confident that I would need going into this, use that confidence to then expand my, my horizon there. So then I can actually plan the events, I can bring the guests in, I can manage the volunteers. And I think that's so incredible, especially for people who are hesitant about it, because to your point, yeah, you know, if I'm if I'm the captain of, of the sports team in high school, and then I get to here and I'm like, oh, well, I really want to, you know, um, build a team. I'm like, okay, well, you know, what worked when I was building that team? What worked when I was encouraging them? What worked when I was, and and you take those seemingly smaller experiences and you expand them to this uh, next level. And and that's the thing is getting out of your comfort zone is all about taking something that you know and bringing it to the next level, right? And so I think that's that's the biggest um, piece of growth is just how can I
0: take something that I
1: know and expand it and grow it and bring it to the next level
0: there we go man so let me ask you man what's your what's your vision what is it you're, you're still really young in the journey you know so so am i but i want to know what where where do you want to go
1: yeah so here's here's my the the kind of why of content like why do i want to put out content um which really plays into like the long-term vision is i really want to um empower young people to take action on their goals, right? This is a, the, the kind of the core of why I started taking a breath is it's not just me learning, it's empowering other people around me to actually learn and take action on the goals that they have. And so um, kind of the, the, the central piece of taking a breath and of my vision is how can I build a network of young people that can help each other to get from where they are to where they want to be? Right. And so if I can each day take a step myself from where I am to where I want to be, and then I can apply that to the people around me, I can say, okay, you know, here's where you are. Like, let's look at your goals. Let's look at taking action. Let's look at the accountability structure around you. Let's examine your self-awareness. All of these things are so core to who we are that if we can know them, and then we can do them then naturally we're going to be taking those steps to where we want to be and so that's really my vision is it's it's yes i want to get to my next steps i want to pursue personal growth everything like that but i i don't want to do it alone i want to to bring those people so the reason why i put out content is yo like i'm literally trying to build a network of of young Entrepreneurs, business people, leaders, just across the board that are there to create this network that is going to benefit them and the people around them, you know, globally, which I, I think is really uh, it really fuels me up. Like the the energy change when you asked that question was like instant. I'm like, yo, like this is what gets me excited. And it's because I think that young people have the technology, they have the tools, they have the resources, and they have the knowledge to be able to impact the world in a way that our parents and their parents would have never had access to.
0: Yeah. And they don't, they had no idea, like the kind of tools that were available to them. You know, um, a lot of these things that we are so exposed to today, so used to these personal development concepts, you know, back when our parents are growing up, like they, they had a book think and grow rich. Right. And, and only a few people, not many people, like you had to, you had to meet somebody who, who knew about that book. No one was at your job was talking about this book. No one was like, like nowadays we hear it all the time. It's like our, like we grew up on this almost like coming into coming adulthood, you know, like I didn't know any of this stuff when I was growing up, but sure. go, going into adulthood, like most definitely, so, you touched on the podcast, and uh, I'll ask this question, and then I'll ask one more, and then we'll we'll wrap it up here. But you know, you, you said something that was very very important, which is the podcast has really been able to serve you to grow your network, and like the podcast is, gives me the excuse to just talk to people especially successful people. And it's been incredibly rewarding because people are more than happy to hop on podcasts. So I want to know how has what what's the biggest way that the podcast has made a difference for you in your life? So for
1: networking, there are two pieces of a network this is how i look at networking there's the vertical and there's the horizontal for me vertical networking is looking at mentors the people that i'm that are pouring into my life that i am asking for advice that i'm coming to for those variety of things and then the horizontal is the people that are on my level either my peers or you know potentially not quite as far along as i am and so you know you you mentioned that podcast is not only great for conversation but it's great for network building and you're exactly right that a lot that I've been intentional with the podcast so that it not only builds my vertical network with the people that I have on, but it builds my horizontal network with the people that are engaged with the community. And so um, it's really interesting because I think that your vertical network and who is pouring into you and who, you know, who you're having on the podcast and who you get the chance to talk to and spend your time with determines who you are going to become, right? I know you're a big believer in this, that those vertical mentors are so important because if they're on the trajectory that you want to be on, then naturally by learning from them and learning alongside them, you are going to progress towards that end point. And then with the horizontal mentors, that fuels into everything, the horizontal network, that fuels into everything that I was just talking about. It's about bringing people alongside me. It's about um, learning alongside people who are not quite as far as I am. It's about empowering young people to take action on their goals. I mean, I think that those two pieces, if you can master and have an outlet or a way to, consistently be increasing your horizontal and your vertical network, then you're going to be set because you're, you're, yeah, you're growing both sides of it. And both sides are going to be valuable because long-term those horizontal people you're going to see in your vertical stream if you pour into them. Right. And so that's what I, that's the analogy that I like to use, but I, I think that helps to kind of break it down a little bit.
0: Bro, You're like one of the smartest 20 year olds I've ever met. Like that, that like you are just so sharp and you're on it. Like I'm like I'm feeling like is anything gonna like stumpy, you? but you you mean you you've you've come just fantastic, man. Um uh, uh last question, I always like to end on this, man. What what would be some just uh some good wisdom or what would you want to just leave my audience with?
1: Hmm.
0: Um there's one good. last thing you want to say or off your chest or something that's like you feel like is so important, what would that last thing be? This is good. I think that the, the biggest thing that I would leave us with
1: is I want to talk for just a second about accountability. I think, and this, this is perfect because it segues out of the network into um, this idea that I really built my network around, which is who, you know, and this is something for the audience to really evaluate is who are the people in your life that if you got off the path of what you wanted to be doing, where your goals were, where you were taking action towards, who are the people in your life that would say, hey, like, uh, I thought you were doing this. Because here's the thing, if you don't, if, if right now you're thinking who is holding me accountable and you can't think of anyone, then we need to level up your network right? We need to level it. We need to get a vertical mentor in your life who can be the one holding you accountable. Or we need people alongside you in your horizontal that have those same goals that you can be checking in with. Um, and so that's why I think that accountability is so important because if you want to be high achieving, you want to be um, focused on personal growth, you want to pursue the next level of excellence, you have to have the people that are holding you accountable. So that's that's it. Uh, that's what I want to leave them with. But um, I think it's so important, and it's helped me to get to where I am today.
0: Yo, you you just touched on like my like my magic like um, thing right there, because like I have gone to so many personal development events, invested in so many different courses, and over and over and over and over again, I kept ending up to where I was at before. And it wasn't until I had my morning hustlers and. Um, I had a group of people who saw me and they are like, all right, like they held me up to a certain standard and it could be in my head. And I'm glad if it, if it wasn't just in my head, then I'm glad it was just in my head, you know, in terms of the standard that I have, but it's like, okay, hold on. I'm this leader. Like I have to do things for them to want to respect me. And, um, or and like for them to be like, Oh yeah, like I would, I respect this guy as a leader. Cause he goes out and he does things that are difficult to do. And, because i have friends who are ambitious and going to you know great universities and investing in themselves and have their own business and you know even travel around and are location independent like having them and having conversations with them like I I, I I there's no way i can ever just be like oh i'm sorry guys i'm just gonna go work in a corporate job like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna do this thing anymore they'll be like Greg, what the fuck are you talking about? Like <laughs> w- like what? Like we we're going to have some conversations. <laughs> it's going to yeah. be so uncomfortable. But uh Parker, hey man, thank you for for coming here today. We're yeah, working um everybody find you.
1: Yeah, check out um at taking your breath podcast on Instagram. That's where I love to send people. Um you can check out my platform, the podcast. Feel free to DM me if you want to continue the conversation because as you heard, I am big on connection and I think that everyone um, can bring value. And so I would love to love the chance to meet you and
0: talk to you. Uh, I just want to say, man, it's, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you in the morning hustlers. It's a pleasure to have you in my network. Uh, So thanks for taking the time to come here today, brother.
1: hundred percent.
0: All right, y'all talk to you soon.